Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today our guest is Gloria DeGrande Hoffman, Research Leader and Director of the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Carl Hayden Bee Research Center here in Tucson. Gloria, thanks for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Leslie. Thanks for asking me to come. First, tell us about the importance of honeybees to, to society. I had no idea um, before talking with you how very important they are to, our, to agriculture in this country. Well, honeybees uh, are responsible for the production of so many crops that uh, we enjoy. Uh, uh, about a third of our diet are honeybee pollinated crops. And they're some of the uh, most delicious foods that we eat, uh, including fruits and, and things like almonds, uh, vegetables. And uh, large parts of our diet and, and uh, uh, would, wouldn't be possible without honeybee pollination. We're talking about what kinds of numbers of, of bee colonies or of bees are needed. Well, if we just take a, a crop like almonds, California produces more than 80% of the world's almonds. So that's a real benefit. It helps balance trade deficits. It's, it's good for the California economy. But if you put two colonies per acre and you have 800,000 acres, that's 1.6 million colonies that you need in February to go to California to pollinate those almonds. That's very challenging. That's astounding. So, so how do you produce millions of colonies of bees uh, for the almond farmer uh, at one point and the grower of another crop somewhere else at another point? Beekeepers will move their bees in from all the way from Florida into California for almond pollination. So in February when the uh, almonds bloom, you have almost all the colonies, commercial colonies in the United States in those almond orchards. So that's what you mean by precision pollination. I've heard you use that term. And then what? Where do they go after they are in the almond orchards? After the uh, almonds finish blooming, you're really starting the cycle now of the blooms in the orchard crops. And so uh, the beekeepers will begin to move north. And uh, after almonds bloom, the next one is usually apricots and cherries, peaches, pears. Um, apples. Is there a huge computerized system that keeps track of this? It sounds like these crops are so important to our economy and our health um, that um, it's essential to know that the, that the bees that are needed will be there when they're needed. It's tracked by the beekeeper and the, and the grower and through pollination contracts. But uh, certain crops, uh, you mentioned precision pollinations, certain crops like almonds, you want to begin to put the bees in there and begin pollinating them as soon as the flowers open and not take the colonies out until the the last petal falls on the last bloom because you want everything cross-pollinated. If you have something like apples, you just want a, 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 a window of that bloom pollinated. Otherwise, you have trees full of apples that are really small and you just use them for juice. What's happening when we have... Uh, bee colonies not surviving at the rates at which they need to to do all of this pollination. It sounds like there's a huge trickle-out effect if we can't keep bee colonies healthy and um, present in high numbers. Colonies die from uh, um, many reasons. First one is this parasitic mite called Varroa mite that uh, gets into colonies and its populations grow with the colony. 
and uh, the viruses that are, have been associated with bees uh, for many, many years, when it's combined with varroa, and varroa can transmit these viruses, and the parasitism by varroa seems to also compromise the immune system of the bee, it creates this perfect storm in a colony that, that's this, this close population, this social population. That's the greatest challenge with social insect is, is handling disease. And uh, when this parasite came in, it uh, corrupted a lot of the uh, social immunity that went on and also the innate immunity in, in the bee. So what do you do about it? Well, right now we have miticides to, that you know, can knock the uh, mites uh, back, but recently we found that these mites have become highly migratory. And we think that these viruses are involved in this migratory behavior. So that even if you treat a colony now, um, in about a month, you're going to need to go back and check it because you may need to treat it again. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert.